I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Today we're chatting with Auntie. I'm not even going to attempt his last name. It's uh, very Finnish. Anyhow, he's the man behind the day-to-day Dynamics 365, the same name he uses for his blog and YouTube channel. He's only one, well, he is one of three business apps MVPs based in Finland. Full show notes can be found at nz365guide.com forward slash 98. Now let's get on with the show. Well, welcome to the MVP show. I'm here with Auntie. How are you, Auntie? Uh, I'm very good. Thanks for having me, Gus. Oh, sorry, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mark. Oh, my gosh. Mate, have you been on Gus's show? I have. I, I, I've been on Gus's uh, show a couple of times. A couple of live sessions, I take it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very good. Very good. So, well, you're on the MVP show today, so we're going to talk about what it's like being an MVP. Before we go there, though, you've just had some exciting stuff happen up in your part of the world. So where do you actually come from? I come from Finland. So so a native uh, Finn, for those of you that, that suck at geography as much as I do, Finland is between Sweden and Russia. So we're kind of like in between two worlds, so to say. Okay, so you're really, yeah, you are, right? Uh, so you, you're part of the continent, though, that makes up Russia, right? You're attached to it. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. That, so we're, it, it is a border neighbor. But are you attached to Sweden? Yeah, no, right now, yes, I am in Sweden right now doing a project uh, around uh, pretty much the whole, uh, I hate the word full stack, but pretty much the whole dynamics stack, wherever, whatever there is, it's, it's like everything. Yeah, but, but is Sweden attached to Finland physically? I don't think it is. No. Nope. I guess. I'm going to go with no. Like I said, I suck at geography. So <laughs> I, I was just going to jump online and actually take a look. Uh, perhaps someone can clear that up for us. But um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it is like, but uh, I've never been to Finland. You know, I've been to every Nordic country apart from Finland. Yeah, we have to make that happen. Yeah. Well, when are you running your big, uh, your big event? You know, like a big, a big Saturday type event. Oh, Saturday events. You know, we had, um, that's that's in the in the distant future to come. I heard it's less than twelve months out. in the fullness of time. So <laughs> <laughs> we we had a good event last Friday. Yeah, though. tell us about that. So uh, so we had some uh, connected field service awesomeness. It was actually called an intelligent service boot camp for field service and power platform professionals. Kudos to to the other Finnish Dynamics MVP, Jukkaniranen, for for coming out with that term. We didn't want to call it connected field service because uh, everybody calls it that, and we just kind of well, we want to do something different. So, uh, you know, go, the good stuff around uh, IoT connected field service. We had the man, the myth, the legend, not Tanki Tazari, but Ben Walmer here here in Finland. 
you know, hosting that with 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 uh, MVPs Kyle Hill and Mark Chrissy also doing presentations and and hosting 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 the show for us. So okay, so I'm just about to school you on geography. You ready? Yep. Finland is not only connected to Russia; it's also connected to Norway and Sweden. Oh, it is. Yeah, both. I knew Norway, but. I'm a bad Finn. I'm a bad Finn. Mate, if you're not the border this. between Finland and Sweden is larger than by the looks between Finland and Norway. But of course, by far the largest is between Finland and Russia. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There you go. There you go. Of uh, I, I, I will know the answer for the next pub quiz. That's that's yeah. Do do that. Okay. So so not even the Finn knows. Well, yeah, you learn something new every there day. There you go. You don't even know who's on your border. Um, have you been over to Russia? I've not. Oh, you're kidding me. No. Nope. <laughs> wow. No, I'm not. Man, I've been to the city just next door to yours, St. Petersburg. Traveling east for, for this weekend, for Saturday, Kiev, but that's not, that is not the same. Just, just to clarify, that's not the same as Russia. If, uh, you know, I know uh, Andrew Botenko is going to listen to this, so if I, no. if I yeah, yeah, man. give anything towards yep. that, that it would You've... be something similar, he would break my balls uh, for Offenses are created all over the place with what you just said there, so, yeah, it's full on. Now, of course, I mean, this is going to broadcast well after uh, after that event, and I was meant to be speaking at the event, and I am not, because I couldn't get a bloody visa to get into the country in time. How's that? How sad is that, Tra- man? Yes. Their weird website um, uh, didn't accept the payment, and then the next time we tried to apply another payment, it was said, sorry, less than 10 days before we enter the country, denied. So, yeah. How unfortunate. Well, we're doing beer tap maintenance for your company there. So. I know, I know. I was so, going to be part of your uh, your whole mashup there. So Yeah, so Chris Honeyford's just going to – accept any any uh, orders that i might be providing you and then we'll just send the invoice to okay you yeah fair enough fair enough uh i'll send you my credit card yes sounds good anyhow let's let's just talk about a bit about just for a second your family tell us a bit about your family what what don't i know about your family so yeah it's uh i'm well married with children i, I um have uh two lovely kids uh a son who's seven years old just started school last summer, and uh, and a five-year-old daughter. So, so and my and my, and my lovely wife Emmy. So their kids are keeping me busy, and uh, and that's that's pretty much the family life that that's happening. How many months of the year are you surrounded by snow? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, so we have pretty, I think. We may have pretty easy winters. I'm from from the south of Helsinki, uh, from the south of Finland, from Helsinki. So we can get we can get um, I don't know maybe three four months of snow or, or just like next to nothing. Depends on the winter. So I want to say like potentially from Mara, November to February, sometimes even in March. So four five wow that's that's phenomenal and um like you know i've met you in uh sweden so we know about some of the sweetest delicacies when it comes to food tell us a bit about some finnish delicacies i think finnish delicacies are 
we, we this thing in during Easter called um, called memmi. Now, if you ask me what's in it, uh, you know what are the ingredients? I can't describe it. It's it's black and pudding, kind of like pudding, but not pudding. Hard to describe. Uh, it's it's sweet if you put a lot of sugar in it. And we have, you know, black licorice, licorice naturally. Yeah. It's not that cra crazy stuff that's salty as ever and uh, almost uneatable. We have that as well. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Tell me, what's your favorite part of the Power Platform? My favorite part of the Power Platform is it, it is the platform itself. It's I think it's really hard to, you know, come up with a single piece, but well, you know what I'm going to answer. So I'm I'm a big PSA fan. So that's naturally my, you know, my heart's beating to that. Isn't PSA but... dead? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Dynamics dead? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening with PSA these days? So PSA is, you know, it's it's merging with Project Online. So we're getting a new, a really really exciting new project management. Solution from Microsoft as a whole, so we're Project Online coming to CDS and and and, and that merging with PSA and PSA's, capa PSA's capabilities kind of kind of becoming the core part of of, of Dynamics 365 for sales and customer service and whatnot. So we're seeing a merger of that and 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 you know a growth and and a birth of a of a brand new project management experience that Microsoft's really heavily investing in. So wow, and so so. Is there going to be any linkage between that and um, uh, Azure DevOps? I'm not sure what I can answer about that. Oh, is it an NDA thing? Is it? There, there is. Uh, I better not probably yeah, answer nothing. You, honestly, you don't have to answer anything. It just you know it came came to my mind that you know the most recent project in the last couple of months that I was on was all running DevOps and a kind of. Um, an agile fashion, and when you're talking about project management I'm, and it's cloud, I'm thinking, isn't it a natural thing to stitch those two bad boys together? Yeah, I mean that's that's one thing. I, that's something I've been considering and think, kind of thinking myself as well. Because what what I'm doing now, really, uh, we, we really use uh, Azure DevOps uh, DevOps daily, and and uh, so that's 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 these days a daily tool for me. Uh, so that has been and is on my mind, but that's one of those, you know, small, really granular details where I'm like thinking, oh, have they, you know, what's up with this and what's up with, you know, Jira and what's up with all these other tools and, and what was, you know, what was public and what was not. So I got to be quiet about this one. I get you. I get you. So tell me about your journey to becoming an MVP. What was involved? How did it happen? And why? So I think my journey to becoming an MVP kicked off with just a pure, you know, passion for for, for what I do. And 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 when I started when I started uh, with with PSA about um, almost three years ago, summer of 2016, or was it fall of 2016? Uh, as as a sales guy, and then kind of sw switching over to consulting, uh, kind of picked it up again. Uh, I've I realized that there's there's no material out there. You know, there's nothing to to learn from, and it's kind of you know it's complicated. It's a bit 
difficult to master and, and, and no one's there to kind of guide me, right? So, so the only thing to do is, is just to start start learning it yourself and then and clicking through the things, trying trying out different things. And and then I, you know, kind of started that started thinking that if I if I learn something and I have to come back to it in six months, I don't want to do that same you know, that I don't want to go through that same learning curve again. I'd rather just read and reference a blog that I've written. So I started blogging and that kind of led to more blogs and blogs. And as I realized that, you know, I was getting better and better at PSA and, 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 and at the, and with the platform, the pace kind of increased and, and got to know people from different parts of the world, got to know some people from, from the product team and, it just all kind of played out and happened. Wow. Okay. And so, but do you know who nominated you into the program? I believe it was uh, Jonas Rapp. Is that right, eh? Yeah, I, I think it was him. Wow. But you haven't, you, you don't know 100%? Uh, I, it, it was him. If there were other nominees, I'm not sure about those, but I, it was, it was, it was his uh, initiation, so to say. So thank you. If you are listening, are you the only MVP in 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 uh, Finland? There is. We have Jukka Jukka Nirnan, who is who is an old, you know, really old school CRM guy with a lot of knowledge. He's a smart chap. He is. He, he is. He's he's excellent. And then we have BizApps uh, MVP Timo Pertila as well. And and Timo is a really Tim's a huge wizard. Tim, Timo's new, yeah. He's some maybe three, four months into the program, and um, he's he's a, he's a wizard with Canvas apps and and all that stuff. So awesome. Okay, so so tell me, was it worth it, or was it a waste of time becoming an MVP? Oh, it was definitely worth it. You know, it, it was definitely worth it, and 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 it still is. You know, uh, I haven't lost the passion, and and I love what I what I do, and and you know. I love love to help out the community and you know try to produce content that people that, that that's helpful to people. So yeah, that that that's awesome. Uh, did it did it in any way enhance your career? It did in the sense that that once when when you get visibility, you get you, you get approached by by different sorts of companies and and whatnots, and that's that's part of the reason that I'm. That I'm spending three to four days in in Finland until the end of June, is is that that the visibility that it brings and people people sort of find you easier and you get more business opportunities through that as well. So, yeah, yeah. So, so do do you think it's benefited your employer? Um, so, is it a, a discussion I had recently with a uh, a global GSI and and the discussion was around is there value in having MVPs on your team? What's your thoughts on that? I think it is 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 of value uh, from from talking to lots of, of, of MVP colleagues. How employers, you know, leverage leverage that? Well, supposedly, according you know to the award program, the employer really can't leverage that, but but uh, directly, but indirectly, uh, you know. In some situations, I think MVPs are not appreciated as much as they perhaps uh, perhaps should be, and not not given uh, the the freedom to 
kind of steer and, and, and guide the business in ways that would be helpful for, for the company. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. But, you know, are all MVPs created equal in the in the value that they bring to their employer? So I'm not I'm, I'm meaning in that specific scenario. Um, do you think that there's potentially some MVPs that don't add the value to their employer? Because I th- I think there's you know my personal opinion is that they can bring a lot of value to the employer. Um, but what are your thoughts? Some that don't bring any value. Well, yeah, as in yeah. as in. Um, don't bring any, don't bring enough, don't kind of um, add value, if you like, within their, um, within the organizations that they're working for. I suppose that's possible, but that's something that I haven't encountered myself. You know, having talked to the other, other MVPs, regardless of their award category, personally, that's not something that I've seen or discussed. So... So um, I I, I want to I really want to say no you know be, be naive and say say no uh, because that would I think that would just be kind of sad to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, my experience is that is the case. Um, uh, that you know, there's an element of just not knowing how to communicate and and add value, or you know, even have a kind of a mindset of how can I drive value to my employer by you know winning this award and having this you know. Because I've seen so many MVPs that the sorry the minute then they receive their MVP, um, you know as you've mentioned the job offers just roll in, um, you know and and sometimes I'm like, you know are you really offering that value to your employer um, outside of them just being able to say hey we've got an MVP on our team you know but I see I, I see you know even on LinkedIn this last week or so I saw somebody say hey we've got four MVPs in our company and of course you know. Um, you know, Hitachi always claim that they've got half a million MVPs um, working for them. So there's obviously some kind of marketing value, uh, you know, at least for the employer in that respect. Yes, yes. So I mean, I, I think the question is, I think it's it could be a two-edged sword. You know, is is the MVP bringing value to the employer, and is the employer able to? Do they know how to leverage that and how to, you know, bring bring that forward? And, and uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, so, that's so, I mean, brilliant. I think it's like, you know, both uh, both parties probably usually could be more open and and you know discuss the possibilities. And there's not like there's not a uh, there, there's not a network out there that that. Or anything out there, you know, there's no blog posts or anything around how do you leverage an MVP or, or for MVPs, how do you, you know, how do you enable your employer to get more, uh, you know, out of you being an MVP? There's no books to read about that. So you just kind of have to learn your way through that or ask your colleagues, you know, the other MVPs. I'm writing it down right now as a blog topic. That's awesome. How to leverage an MVP on your team as an employer. So I got to say, because I know you're not cutting this out, I want to, um, I don't know, sometimes, you know, just when your brain just doesn't work and it doesn't work. So I'm I'm going to go Google and I'm looking at Sweden and Finland. I'm like, what did I just say? Did I just say that Sweden doesn't have a border to Finland? I'm like, oh, 
it doesn't matter, man. I'm blushing, man. I'm so ashamed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all worth a laugh, right? Um, I hope no uh, one listens to this episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, honestly, as in, I'll tell you a story. When I was in high school, as in, we'd have American exchange students come over, uh, you know, on some type of exchange program. And I remember um, that they literally thought that when the tide went out in New Zealand, that you could walk across to Australia. It's a th- it's a three hour plane flight, right? When the, yeah, when the tide's out, you can walk across to Australia. Like, nah, ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. And I tell you, the amount of times I've sat in Joey's, right, in Seattle and or in Bellevue specifically, and talked to wait staff, and, you know, they're like, where are you from, you know, and say New Zealand, and, of course, just a blank stare, and they're like, is that somewhere by England? Um, yeah, nope, nope. No, it's definitely not. Um, so, yeah, geography is an interesting thing, right? It There's is, lot, but if, it, it, we're in a big world. If you ask them, where's Mordor? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, all right. So it's there. Yeah, middle of the North Island, otherwise known as Mount Tongarero. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. That, that is Mordor from the uh, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Anyhow, um, a couple of other things, Auntie, I'm interested in. Um are you more of a technologist or a person that is more on the business side and what you do uh, as an MVP? What's your approach? Is it technology approach or business value? Um, I want to say business value, but I probably for um, I probably fall in a in a split of fifty fifty. So um, I, I try to be you know. I aspire to be something and, and someone who, who you know drives more business value or than than technology technology value, uh, but I I, I want to say I don't fall too much you know more on the technology side so it's kind of I'd say it's an it's an even split one of those you know how to how to grow and, and you know de- develop personally and, and personal development issues I guess so. What's your advice to people wanting to become MVPs? If you could give the one bit of, as in, so, no, as in, I'll refine that a bit. What actions does one need to take to 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 kind of get to the point that they're they could be nominated? Just, and this is your experience. You don't have to go. I know you need to do A, B, and C. What are your kind of observations? Pure passion, and be genuine. Be the person you are, and and have pure passion, and you can't you can't fake either. So if one of those clicks, then it's it, it's it, it doesn't work out. Yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. So how many years have you been an MVP now? Uh, not even a year, actually. I think it was uh, no in uh, November. Yeah. No, I feel like you're man at least two to three years. <laughs> no, Honestly, no. I yeah, feel like no. I've known you for ages. No, November, November, up for up for renewal, March next year, or is it? Or is it, is it June next year? Yeah, whatever it is, it's 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 across this quarter. Anyhow, it's across what is it? Q two, Q three, Q two, Q two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. 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 And tell me, um, you you've had this massive focus, obviously, in PSA. That that's your thing. And one of the things I often say to people is that, you know, you you and um, the other MVP that kind of really resonates um, with me that has done this well is Auric uh, von Lichtenstein. Right? Is that he went deep and became known as the chart guy, 
and you've been you you've gone deep and become known as the PSA guy like and you've owned if you like a a category within the Microsoft business application space how important do you think it is to really go deep and be strong in one core thing even though you're kind of you know it's it's what's referred to as a T consultant you you know about all the other bits you have knowledge on them but you have this really kind of core pillar of strength how important do you think that is and really um as a consultant um, and even developing your career, so I think part of the, part of the reason I probably became an MVP is 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 the niche that I have and and uh, generally the lack of lack of people that are engaged and and do PSA. Uh, it is it's important to specialize in something because these days one can't know everything. Then, then again, you know, ironically, the importance of, of you know, knowing the overall platform and, and platform power platform architecture is becoming more and more important. So, so instead of us being uh, like I'm a, I'm a functional consultant, so instead of us being function, functional consultants in the future, are we some sort of hybrids of consultants and, and, and platform architects? You know, just talking out loud here. So, um, so I think niche is 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 important, and uh, and companies they need need people with with knowledge in specific niches. But it's not it's not. Um, I I wouldn't say it's necessary. It has its uh, advantages and has its disadvantages. You know, when you're focused on something, then you kind of block some other things out don't maybe uh, focus on other things as much as you should and maybe feel a bit left out from from the overall big picture at times Uh, but then again you know when you have those situations where where, where that specialty skill is needed then it's time to shine again baby so yeah nice man that's that's really cool i like that i like that anyhow we're we've already chewed up our time and so we're on our end questions our wrap-up questions and so what is the one question that you wish people would ask you and they just don't? <laughs> really? Is really, that a hard one? Really hard one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the one question. Is this is this about <laughs> is this technology a person or what what would this question be? I, I, anything, you know. Oh wow. This this is the hard question for a while now. Uh, what are you going to learn next? I'm going to go with that. What are you going to learn next? Because that's on my mind consistently. Nice. Nice. What are you going to learn next? I've been saying Canvas apps for the past year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, as in because ultimately Canvas and you know uh, model-driven will just be one thing. Um, so yeah, okay. That's good though. Go for it. Go for it. If, um, and I think this is an appropriate question for you and I think you're going to come up with a very succinct answer. Okay. But who do you think of when you think of the word punchable? Electronic arts. Why? Because uh, it's subscription process. Microtransactions. Or? I can't, yeah. I can't stand them. I I'm sorry, yay, but you know, that's just, that drives me nuts. Yeah, no, that's valid. I've heard a lot of feedback to the same, right? As in, yeah, 
Fair call. Fair call. I like it, and I like that it was a good answer, and it was an answer that didn't mention any political figure. Um, so well played. Well played. Not Oh, by the way, not dissing any other people that have said a political figure, <laughs> but oh, oh, just um, that was a good creative answer. Okay. So we're done. That's uh, 28 minutes, 29 seconds. Our time is up. Thank you, mate, for coming on the show. It's been entertaining for me, and... Uh, and uh, I'm sure people are going to help you over the geography lesson in the coming months. <laughs> but but <laughs> how, can people, how can people connect with you online if they want to find out all the goodness uh, that comes from Auntie? Yes. So uh, my Twitter handle is my first name and my last name together. So A-N-T-T-I-P-A-J-U-N-E-N. That's my Twitter handle, and then I have a blog at daytodaydynamics365.com. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to gain tips from MVPs and be inspired by their stories, follow the MVP Show podcast and watch MVP Mondays on the YouTube channel. I'm currently producing my MVP training series, where I give tips on how to become a Microsoft MVP. For full show notes, go to nz365guide.com forward slash 98, and I'll talk to you next week.